Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart Podcast. This is a place where you will get an experience, not just advice. There's so many podcasters out there right now that's giving advice. But you have a story. We all have a story to tell. And whatever your story is, I hope that this is the podcast for you. This podcast will bring to light those things that's in the dark about God, about relationships, about yourself. And I really do hope that this podcast brings us to a place to want to live a higher, more conscious, more God-like life. I'm a family woman. I have been separated, divorced, and I have some life experiences. And I simply speak from my own experiences and from the experiences of others. I hope that this podcast enlightens and be a light in the darkness. Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart. Greetings, Shay's Heart fam. How are you doing today? I hope all is well. I hope that you woke up on the right side of the bed, and I hope that your heart, your mind, and your spirit is at peace, and that you are well on this beautiful day. Today, I want to remind us that love is the highest frequency, and even more, God is love. God is the, the embodiment of love. And I am convinced that this song was really meant to be a gospel song. Because if you replace Lord with love, you're going to realize something about this particular song from Use This Old Child. But today I just wanted to just remind you that God is the source of love. God is love. And if you're not, if you're not operating in that, then... It's not really love, but that's the Shea verse for today. Today, I 
just kind of want to just chat a bit about love and the importance of it in this world towards ourselves, towards others, and how the world needs love. And without love, so much will fall apart. There's so many types of loves. There's friendship love, phileo love, P-H-I-L-E-O, eros love, sexual love, agape love, that's godly love, and maybe some other types of loves that's out there. Love sounds easy to give, but sometimes it's not because we're giving out of a very deep part of ourselves, a part of ourselves that's divine. It's not easy to love ourselves sometimes or others. It's not easy to put your pride and ego to the side for the sake of someone else. So many times we project and we put out what's inside of us. And we don't realize that when we're going through things, how that affects the people around us. We don't get how others really care about us and how we just push them away. I have a confession as a single mother right now. I struggle most days. I do. And my one of my biggest struggles is raising two girls by myself, really. Having to provide for them in ways that I wasn't meant to. And I struggle with that a lot. With me going to school and with me pursuing a career in in writing as well as being a CNA, a hairstylist, a podcaster, a motivational speaker, and a life coach, relationship life coach. It's not easy. And I know somebody probably listened to that list like, dang, that's a lot, because it is. And these things didn't come overnight. They came with time and wisdom and and a support system. And I realize I need that support system more than ever right now because I'm not all those things at one time. I can be one. I can be a mother. I can be... uh, podcast or a content creator, I can be the most motivational speaker. I find myself needing to motivate myself first. One of the biggest struggles with being a single parent right now is having to put all my needs on the back burner for my daughters. All of them. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter 
how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter what life occurrence may have happened, uh, what happened on the job. It doesn't matter if if finances aren't where they need to be, if partners aren't aren't just being supportive, if people aren't there, and if you're feeling lonely and sad, and you're just going through some things in your mind. When I'm when that's when that's just where I am. A lot of times, all I can only I can only depend on love, regardless. Okay, that's God. I can only depend on God. Period. But then during these lonely moments and these frustrating moments and the moments where it seems like problems pile on top of problems, God is my only answer in every situation whether it's desperate or whether it's just everyday stuff the best relationship you can have is with yourself outside of your relationship with God I just did a segment called self talk and how we talk to ourselves how we see ourselves and and us allowing God to be that mirror for us. So many times we lose ourselves in roles and motherhood and our jobs and in life that we forget the beauty of growing and the beauty of just being who we are. And we can get so enthralled into the and we can get we can get thrown to the whirlwinds of love. And I'm not talk, talking about agape love. I'm talking about relational love, romantic love. You can get so excited about it that sometimes we forget that stuff get real sometimes. And sometimes people don't show up. Sometimes people will disappoint you. In 1 Corinthians 13, one thirteen. God describes love in a couple ways. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love perseveres. Love keeps no records of wrongs. Love love bears all. And for me, that can be a bit intimidating because how can you? love yourself or others on that level you can't without God and that's why God is love check out this scripture when you get a chance you can just google it 1 Corinthians 13 1 13 I'm sure it's might have a phone and you can google it you don't have to even have a bible but the thing about love that can be challenging. It could be challenging. I mean, is that if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. If you can't accept yourself, you can't accept anyone else. You are the person that you are when no one's around. Sometimes people walk around with this facade or uh, or or a career or or just a profession 
And if your character and integrity don't match that, you hide it because you don't want to be judged by others. But who cares about being judged by others if you're living in your authentic truth? And I think sometimes we forget about that. I think sometimes we forget what it feels like to be authentic and to know what that feel, what, what, not feel what that is like in this realist form. We have to be real with ourselves. How can you love someone without loving every part of you? If you don't embrace, if you don't accept every part of yourself, how can someone else do that? I think some people romanticize love and and some people may end up being in love without without even recognizing it. See, there's a different there, there's a big difference in being in love with someone and loving someone. Being in love is the whirlwind feelings and emotions and of the romantic part of it. But loving someone is loving someone for who they are. Even if it's even even if it's characteristics or if it's things you don't like about them. You accept them for who they are. Even the good parts, the bad parts, the nasty parts, the neutral parts. Sometimes I find loving others challenging. Especially my children as they grow up. It's challenging because you see them morphing to someone else. And it's like they're not the same person that I remember. And when people... And when my children begin to, where they are now, they're getting their identity, they um, tend to talk back or tend to have a little something to say on their breath. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a bit of a difficult, it's, it's, it's difficult to be that parent that's, that's going to cooperate. Because being a single parent is not for the faint of heart. Because sometimes, you know, when you having when you having twins and they're growing into themselves and they're getting friends, they're getting new hobbies, and it's outside of what you're used to. It's it's not a control thing. It's more like a. It's more like giving them space to evolve type thing, and as they evolve, they're going to feel confused and scared because they've never been this person before. So one of the things I'm learning is to give my daughters that space to just be. At the same time, still guide them in the shadows of who they think they are. And I ask God to show me how to be a better mother. So if I could describe love, it it would be being a mother. Being a mother, I have to sacrifice. I have to work hard to provide for my family. 
to make sure they have a roof over their heads and making sure they have clothes on their back. And their father helps. You know what I mean? He picks them up for school and I... He, I mean, he drop, he picks them up uh, from here and drops off, drops them off to school and I pick them up. And we, we co-parent. But it's different because I have them 95%, not really 98% of the time. So it's a challenge when you're taking on 98% of the responsibilities. So... It's different. And I've spoken on divorce before. I've spoken on relationships before. Divorce is hard for children. And for them, they go through a lot. And I think they get the... I think they feel the disconnect deepest. Because with the connection, that's how they were made. Children are made out of love, out of pure intention of being with that person for the rest of your life. But when that doesn't happen and they are already here and you decide not to be together for whatever reason, it hurts the children. And I think some people don't understand the ramifications of that. I could speak about the sappy part of love and the, and the romantic part of love, but I'm talking about being a parent, co-parenting, divorce, and how that affects how those children see love and how they see relationships. I'm talking about uh, difficult days where you can't get out of bed and your children are the only reason why you get out of bed. So, I have a deep, deep, deep love for my daughters. I love them more than I love anybody else. Everybody else can go. Be honest. I mean no harm to anybody else, but my daughters and me go through a lot. And as they get older, I'm learning to let them go and go on their own path. But when I see them straying a bit, I'm going to... Well, I'm going to, with the help of God, gently guide them back on the right path. But do I mess up as a parent? Yes. Am I perfect mother? Hell no. I'm not. I have a lot to learn. I'm still a young mom that's 34 years old. I still have a lot to learn about parenting and life. However, as I embark on this journey of parenthood and co-parenthood, I'm finding that love isn't so far off when you have God as your guide. Even with romantic love, it's going to be points of times where people say things that's going to be disappointing. They're going to do things that's hurtful. And one of the things I've learned in this game of love that I shouldn't take things personal. Because people 
act out of themselves. That's not on you. You can choose to create and maintain healthy boundaries where you can physically still co-create and be in a relationship with someone. But the thing is, you have to maintain healthy relationships. I mean, healthy boundaries. And you, you, you do have to maintain healthy relationships, too. And the way to maintain healthy relationships is to create healthy boundaries. It, that is to be patient. That is to quickly forgive and don't hold grudges. That is to bear through it all and hold your partner's hand and pray for them. And always lift them up in prayer and, and let them know that they're love, regardless regardless of their uh, shortcomings. Because we all have shortcomings. So I want to get real on this love thing that, that people talk about. And they make it, they glamorize it so much. But love is not a glamorous thing all the time. Sometimes... Love love looks like you have to sleep in separate rooms. And in the morning, you're eating breakfast together. Sometimes love looks like you need to go take a quick walk because you're frustrated because that walk is going to save you from going to jail or being mad at or, 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 or acting out of anger. Sometimes love is deleting that text message that you was going to send. Sometimes love is making that phone call after after you hung up because you're arguing on the phone. Sometimes love looks like you forgiving that person even though that person hurts you so so much. Sometimes love is looking past somebody's anger or frustration or attitude and you and you asking God why are they are so upset. Are you asking them, what is going on? What are you so upset about? And sometimes it's just being silent together and not even speaking a word. But you just telepath telepathically communicating. And you can hear and feel your partner's thoughts. Love looks different on, on different days. And it's not meant to be dressed up like on a on, on a Christmas holiday or Easter or, or or just being dressed up. Love is the undoing of so many things and true love. God inspired love is the undoing of the ego. Putting that to the side for a moment. Like I may not, I may not like you right now, but I love you. And because I love you, and I and I see that you're in pain, and you're not the person who I thought, who, who I, who I, who I committed to, or who I'm committed, who I'm committing myself to, I'm going to still stick with you through it all. I'm talking about the type of love that if someone is sick, you're going to stick by their side no matter what. I don't think we're ready for that type of love. 
I think some people, when they say love, they mean the the better when things are good. Today, people don't stick it out. Even with sticking it out, you have to stick it out with boundaries. Because people get comfortable with you being there and being gentle and kind. You have to set healthy boundaries to let them know don't cross that. I don't like who I am if you say that. Or if you disrespect me, I, I got a disrespectful mouth. I may say something. I may do something. I may go, I may be I may have to go to jail. If you put your hands on me. You know, I'm just saying we're human. We're human striving to love with this agape love. And that's not easy. But it's easy with God. You're going to need the Holy Spirit. You're going to need God to do that. So, I don't know where you are on your love journey. Because, see, we all need self-love. And if you are on a self-love journey, let this segment be a blueprint. Let 1 Corinthians 13, 1, 13 be a blueprint. Let prayer and communion and God be a blueprint. Because people are going to say things hurtful. People are going to do things that hurt you to your core. But God also used people in your life, lives as angels to remind you, to show, to show us our toxic ways, show us things that, need to, that we need to change. So love is an, an ever-evolving healing journey we're constantly healing and growing and evolving and dying to ourselves each day so the one that that's the closest to your heart right now when was the last time y'all had a conversation how did the conversation go did you argue you argue what words were said. Did you text something that you didn't mean? Did you say something that you knew that would hurt them? Are you even speaking with this person right now? Do you need to forgive somebody today? I know I'm reaching a bit, but a lot of times we don't realize We don't realize the pain that we cause others. I'm saying all this to say, I'm saying all this to remind us that we need to be aware of the mere fact that <laughs> love isn't perfect. And if you love that person, talk to them, reach out to them. I don't care what you do. Figure out a creative way to let them know I need you in my life. You are my everything. Not take it back, because God is your everything. But you are my inspiration. I love you. I want you, I want to be with you the rest of my life. There's people out there that are broken up, people that no longer talk, family members, children, 
estranged from their parents because of a small misunderstanding. Don't let small misunderstandings break up something. Don't don't make don't let a small mis, a misunderstanding be a forever for you. Forgive them anyway. Love itself is inspiration. I'm inspired every day to love because God loves me. The grace that in love and favor and uh, and everything and who God is inspires me to love every day. There are different goddesses and gods of love in other religions. They are reminders to love. It's different people watching this, so that's what I'm saying all this. Different belief systems. There's um African um African goddess Baoshum. She's like the goddess of love. And she is the epitome of beauty and she's represented by honey. And honey is sweet. And a friend of mine, uh he would, he would, he would tell me about this Orisha, or oh, this what it does. She's an Orisha, and she epitomizes love. And there's a story behind her. She, well, a part of the story is the reason why we have waters, and it's and and it's sweet, and life is sweet is because of her. So check her out. I don't know. Just going, you know, just sharing some things with you about love, different different deities, different people of love. Because some people don't know. Whether you believe it, you don't have to believe in her, but that story, her story, it, it transformed my life. Because when I began to look at how sweet love is, I'm reminded of honey. <laughs> It's like Jesus, his sacrifice, his life. It's a testament of what we should be doing, the Father's will. That's love. There's so many other examples of love in religions and books and, and life. You just can choose to resonate with it or not. But to whom, wherever your source is coming from, just know that God is the source of all love. Okay? And no matter what you're going through, that you are loved and supported in every way. And I want to remind you about that today. Okay? Forgive, let go. If someone doesn't want to be with you, you don't have to be with them. You have plenty of people around you to love you and support you how you deserve. Okay? Don't let ego ruin relationships. Run some good. Anyways, 
I want to pray. God, right now, I pray for anyone that's, that's, that's listening to this. God, I, I pray that you can saturate and infiltrate every relationship right now. And everyone that's listening to this. I pray they will surrender every relationship to you so that you could be in it. God, I pray that your love can surround us and help us treat each other better. I pray on any I pray over any broken situations, any marriages that's in trouble, any relationships that's in trouble. God, I ask, I plead blood over these relationships, God, and I ask that you will come in and repair what's broken if it's in your will. God, I pray you repair broken relationships in single-parent households, God, so that the parents can get along, that the children can heal. God, I pray that love be restored from this prayer, and I pray that you can touch those deep, hurtful scars and wounds and places that we think you don't see. Even in me, God, heal those things that's already there, that this lying dormant, God. Thank you for this podcast. I pray that anyone that's listening to this podcast, that whatever is in your heart right now, I need you to know that God is healing all those things. And that once, one, once this segment is over, you will feel refreshed, renewed, and you will have an idea what love really is and who love really is. I pray over any strongholds, any, any, anything that we struggle with mentally. I, I pray for refreshment. God, show us how to love better. Show us how to have grace. Show us how to be patient, kind, and loving towards one another. Thank you, God, for doing these things and repairing broken relationships. Where where there is divorce, that maybe you can mend them back together, God, put them back together. More than just for the sake of the children, but for the sake of you. I bind any separation or divorces, any kind of brokenness in relationships. God is thank you. God show us our kingdom spouses, the people we're supposed to be with. Help us and guide us in all our relationships and all our dealings with other people. We just thank you and all love in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you for your time. I hope that someone said, I love you. I pray and I hope that on this beautiful day that you can be enlightened in your heart and your spirit. You can feel lighter after each segment. In this particular segment, I feel a lot lighter as well. But remember, 
Just love. Don't take things personal. Let things go. Forgive easily. Don't hold grudges. And live life as if it's your last. Remember, out of the heart flows the issues of life. Chase heart. Till next time, I love y'all.